1: Hang on, we really get a mic here. No, we did, we did. Boys, this is twelve fifteen club, new podcast. We're gonna set the stage here for you guys. Boys in the back. I'm here with, Ty- so I'm Mario Mario. I'm here with Dylan, the graphics guy, yes, former sir. former breakfast intern Tyler, the moderator. Howdy, Marvin Marvin Tinos. He's known you? Eric Jones, the big German. He's a little bit iffy on his English, so just bear with us um
2: what are you talking about
3: he speaks He's, English yeah since well they, apparently I heard one time that German and is most similar to English so
2: yeah that's true
3: I didn't realize you picked up the language so so quick
2: yep <laughs> <laughs> I learned from Marvin <laughs> yep
1: all right
4: so now let's mine. wait yeah and I'm the one that was born in Germany so <laughs> you
1: were actually yeah I s- on my son. Breath.
2: I swear on my son. Well, and the French kid, we did a, we both did DNA tests. I'm like eighty percent French and he's like fifty percent German, but it's fine.
1: <laughs> That's, so, so, it be so big big we completely mixed it up. All right, so like I said, we're the twelve fifteen club. We'll be here every Friday after the show, recapping whatever's done on uh, on the show or just what's going on behind the scenes. Um we're gonna go around and just introduce ourselves, say a little bit of what we do on the show and give a little rundown. And then we're gonna have Dan Patrick on, the boss. He's going to come and spend some time with us. Uh, we'll badger him with some questions, and we'll go from there. So I'll start with myself. I'm Mario Mario, infamous for my uh, air ball from the corner in the AUAA Dan Patrick Basketball League. Uh, I do a bunch of different sh- things on the show. I uh, A lot
2: of very important
0: stuff. Yeah, like I what? Do.
1: Well, I mean, I don't, I don't know if we have enough time to get to everything that I do here.
2: But we could make this a series, just you explaining all the things you do. I, I do a lot, so.
1: Next up, Dylan, breakfast intern slash graphics
3: guru. Yes, that is correct. Well, former uh, breakfast getter. Former. Former.
1: All right. So, what do you do now?
3: So now I do uh, attempt to do the graphics. It's a, you know, it's a learning curve, sort of. Uh, and I do uh, the dishes. I go to the post office. I mean. The list goes mm-hmm. on and on. Used to take the trash out too. Yeah, Mark, you go to the post office. Yeah, why? I'm, I'm not, gonna... ma- I'm not mailing anything for you.
4: No, I was just gonna say some, like a Todd type, post
2: Malone joke. But
1: yeah, I think you should. We're not gonna get there. Yeah, yet. I thought
2: the rapper was Tyler.
1: Yeah, yeah. Apparently, speaking of Tyler, Tyler, you're up next. What do you do?
5: What's up, everyone? Yeah. Uh, so I moderate chat row, chat row for life. Those are my people. Um, I also mix, mix the YouTube audio. What else do I do around here? When I'm not doing actual work, I'm, I'm working Dylan on the ping pong table. Uh, <clears throat> I think, what are we, what's, what's the score now? after some, them, What them is it? It's fighting words, Ty. Yeah. What is it? Uh, six, 17 games to six or something like that? Yeah, something I lost like count.
3: that. So after the show, it Dylan. It doesn't seem like you lost
1: count. After the show, Dylan and uh, Tyler play ping pong. It, um, the ping pong table is right next to the weight room. Behind the weight room or behind the ping-pong table, there's a door. And there's a long hallway. That hallway leads to where I sit. And listening to you guys play (laughs) ping-pong daily is one of the most annoying parts of my day. And not even Dylan. I think it has to do with Tyler.
2: A hundred percent.
0: (laughs) Eric, can you attest to
2: that? Yesterday, remember Marvin? He was like, he's like screaming like a girl. Tyler, you could do it real quick for us. (laughs) And he's jumping, jumping like... I mean, really, an impressive vertical, almost getting his feet to the, you know, like yeah, at least a, like six inches off the ground. <laughs> yeah, until,
5: until I get on the basketball court and then it goes away.
2: Yeah, and uh, we were all just like, "What is wrong with you, Tyler?" And uh, that'll be a different podcast, but yeah.
1: Tyler, the ma- moderator slash ping pong player ish. Uh, Marv,
4: what's up, everybody? My name is Marvin. They call me Marvin,
1: <laughs>
4: or Mike.
3: Or Mark Or Mar- or, or Mervin
4: Marvia. Or Melvin Or Marvio Does
1: anybody actually call you by your real name? Martin
4: When you're in trouble, right?
1: <laughs>
4: yeah It's Marvin Come see me now Like, whoa Whoa
1: So what do you do on the show?
4: Alright, so I answer phones I get sound ready for Dan and the guys And I read emails on air
1: what would you give yourself one to ten on your email segment so far? Six right now. Six? Okay. So it's like an improving B? No, that's a That's
3: a D, Mark. That's L. a D, yeah. Not, I got I'm enough of those in school to know. Yeah, I did I went to,
2: you know, the Harvard of the East. Wait, what? No, not, not <laughs> Sacred a Sacred Heart. Uh, Shout out
1: to
3: Sacred Heart University. Oh, yeah. we're, we're just going to move past this. Does, <laughs> does, that make, uh, does that make Harvard the Harvard of the Far East? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Harvard of Boston. <laughs> uh,
1: Eric, last and not least, the big German.
2: Yeah, so my name's Eric. Dan calls me the big German kid. I direct the stream, kind of deal with all the knuckleheads, trying to manage the knuckleheads behind the scene, uh, make up the 1215 podcast and some other. But I think my biggest accomplishment... Uh, relative to the Dan Patrick Show, I'm Penny's dad, so uh, and she's here with us every week, and so you'll hear her jingle jingle, um, and uh, she's here. We have our plates uh, to set the scene here. We all have our plates from what we got uh, at twelve fifteen, and Penny is just going from person to person, to get giving little paw, little. Like, mm-hmm. like give a little, <laughs> like hello, and uh, she really only gets the food from Tyler. Um, and sometimes mario yeah I, mario I, gives I, the cookies for the instagram yeah for the instagram but uh the tyler tyler feeds her half his plate so anyways uh yeah uh eric big german kid that's what i do the big german all right so that's us like i
1: said the uh, 1215 club there's five of us in here we'll be here every friday but now
0: we're gonna be joined by dan patrick
1: the man with the brilliant idea yeah to give us this podcast.
0: No. I'm going to regret this. I already am regretting this. We haven't even started yet.
1: Then why did you give us a podcast?
0: I have no idea. I think I looked at your sad face one day and I just said, "Let me try to pick up that little guy's spirits." And then when you lost to Tyler in the great mismatch golf event and I just I don't know. I just thought that maybe I was watching somebody's life slowly slip away and not amount to anything, and uh, that 's why I thought, let me reach out and do something nice for you.
1: My parents appreciate it, yeah, they oh, I know,
0: and you still live at home. What are you thirty five
1: yeah I just turned thirty five yeah. year. yeah all right, so twelve fifteen why what is what is the whole content between behind the twelve fifteen
0: well, every Friday, meet Friday, and I would always have the back room guys who i 'd never see for most of the show, and they 'd always be out there by the Traeger Grills. And I finally had to instill the 12:15 rule that at 12:15, everything was up for grabs. If you guys wanted to grab something to eat, uh, the French kid got out there one day, and it was like 12:02. I walk out, and he's got a drumstick in his hand. And I go, "What are you doing?" He goes, "I don't know." I said, "12:15." He goes, "Okay." So, 12:15 rule. 12:15 on a Friday, you get to eat whatever's out there. So now we have the problem,
1: though, that we're doing the podcast at 12.15. So, I mean, are you going to rescind at 12.15, maybe to bump it, like, you know, 11.55? No, because
0: if you do the podcast at 12.30, then 12.15 works.
1: Oh, I thought we were getting that rule rescinded.
0: No, no. Oh, it should be 12.15, and then you start the podcast at 12.30. Oh,
1: that's what, that's like what I was really building up to here.
0: No, there's no change in the schedule. Oh, man. Because you know what happens after that. They don't get anything. Damn. Penny gets everything. Damn. Yeah. I don't know if we need to curse. I mean... <laughs> do
1: you have a favorite uh, amongst us in the room here?
0: Hmm. So there's the big German. Marvin. Dylan. No. <laughs> uh, Tyler. Tyler would be my favorite. Why? Because he kind of... All we do is smoke cigarettes... He didn't do anything around here, but he's such a nice guy, and he's so excited to Who would be excited to moderate Chat Rowe? He's so every time I ask him, I, I ask him today. I said, "How is Chat Rowe? Oh, they're so fired up. It's so good. That kind of enthusiasm, it's contagious. Well, it's not contagious, because obviously you guys aren't as excited as he is. But you know, he loves Penny. He bought the same car as the big German did, trying to imitate him. I don't know. There's just a lot of like... You root for Tyler. He just He's a good guy you root for. I don't know. I kind of disagree with that.
1: Speaking of Tyler, we actually have a story that we wanted to present you. I'm going to uh, hand it over to the big German, Eric Jones, for this one.
2: Yeah. So Tyler lives in New Haven, and he has owned a motorcycle for six years approximately, And about a month and a half ago, he came in real bummed one day. And he said, I'm like, oh, what's wrong, Tyler? He goes, someone stole my bike. And I was like, what do you mean? He's like, yeah, I got home. It was there. And then I went inside. I took my three-hour nap. I went back outside to vape, and it was gone. And I was like, oh, wow. Did you file police report? Yeah, yeah, we did. Now, when he bought the motorcycle... I think some people know, but Tyler and I are related. He's my cousin. So he bought the motorcycle. I remember he was very excited because it had a low jack on it. So I said, great, you have low jack. This is awesome. You should call them and see what's going on. No, Well, I don't know. You know, I'm a bit busy. I'm like, no, you just definitely call them. So fast forward 17 days,
5: and Tyler, I'll let you finish the story. So uh, I get a text from my dad saying – that he just got a certified letter from the towing company who recovered my bike in Waterbury, um, stating that they're gonna ma- that the towing company has the the is gonna maintain ownership of the or take over ownership of the bike if we don't respond within a certain amount of time, and so um, I immediately uh, I, I left here early. Don't I won't tell uh, my my boss, but um, I left here early. And, <laughs> um, it was shot down there. uh had my dad meet meet me down there with a trailer to pick it up. Um, but long story short, um, no, long story long. <laughs> yeah, that's true too.
2: <laughs> so the the long story short is Dan that uh, the bike was recovered within 24 hours of being stolen. Yet because he neglected to call LoJack, he had to pay over a thousand dollars in storage fees. Because he liked it. So that's just a quick story, maybe a different side of Tyler you might not get to see often.
0: But we love Tyler.
1: Dan looks over at Tyler.
0: Yeah. Once again, another thing that you root for with Tyler. (laughs) (laughs) That's all. I just root for him. Because he he, he just makes mistakes. Uh, I wish him well. I do. I do. Every day I wish him well when I leave. Because I don't know what's going to happen, but I wish him well.
1: I mean, I don't want to insert myself here. But you will. Yep. I lost twice. You don't feel bad for me?
0: No, because you're not a good winner or a good loser. <laughs> like, you're, your personality, it, it's not embraceable. There's nothing embraceable about your personality.
1: All right. So how how can I become embraceable? I want give me a little Dan Patrick to a tomorrow. little less ego would okay.
0: really go a long way. Okay. Uh, Cuz right now you think you're a Danette in waiting. Like if like McLovin wasn't here on Friday and then all of a sudden Mario's like walking around like uh, okay, two days used to do that. He thought he was next in line. I went, "Dude, you're not you're nowhere near. You're not. You're right there is where you're going to be." But you're walking around the whole time going, oh, so uh, McLovin's not here today. No, no, he's not. You just lingered out there. You had nothing to do, but you lingered thinking, well, maybe uh, put me in the uh, chair. I was doing social, Dan. Marv. Hey,
4: boss. Yeah. Quick thing. So what are the requirements in order to become a Danette? Not that I'm trying – Mmm,
0: man.
4: But it's getting harder to fit my head through the door.
0: Well, I know that. (laughs) Oh, I know that. When I I yelled uh, to get your attention, and then you said, I'm preparing for my TV appearance. And then I thought, okay, uh, somebody's taking this a little too serious. But I, I don't know how to describe the criteria or credentials to be a Danette because I didn't plan on hiring them in the first place. And then I just put him out there, and then Reggie Miller gave him the nickname. And I probably, if if one left, then I would just leave the chair open as a tribute to him.
3: Dylan? So would Todd be like the very baseline for what it takes to be a Danette?
0: Well, he does contribute. Sometimes he doesn't know he's contributing. Sometimes he does things that doesn't contribute, but... He is content. Um, that's
3: that's definitely true.
0: So the baseline Danette, <laughs> I'm gonna say McLovin might be the baseline, mm-hmm. but that's a pretty high baseline. Todd books all the guests and comes up with questions. He also provides stupid mock headlines or puns score, and yes, snowboard. Yeah, I, there's there's comedy. He's comedy gold. Usually not when he's on stage trying to be funny, but I would say McLovin might be the baseline to be a Danette. But, you know, he's an Ivy League grad. Stats. I did not know that. Yeah. Oh, I know. He's our <laughs> shark expert. Like, there's a lot of things McLovin contributes to this program.
1: Yeah, he definitely fits fits the niche. Yeah. Shark guy, stats.
0: Yeah, Ivy. but Ethan, our new stats guy, Harvard grad. <laughs> Oh, Ethan. <laughs> and we've never met Ethan. I don't, have, I don't know how old he is. I don't know what he looks like. I don't know anything about Ethan other than it drives McLevin crazy because McLevin was McLevin was first the glasses guy and then Paulie got glasses. Paulie's blind in one eye. So Paulie got glasses and McLevin goes, uh, I thought I was the glasses guy. And I go, Paulie's blind in one eye, bud. <laughs> and then you know, So he's always nervous if somebody's taking over his spot. And then we found Ethan, and McLevin says, I thought I was the stats guy. So that's why he's now the, our shark expert. He's trying to get something that nobody else will be able to get or want to get. That's going to be a really hard uh, follow-up there,
1: the shark stuff. I yeah. don't think anybody's – you're not going to get anybody that fits yeah, that I mean, mile. Away. Well,
0: I mean, he, McLevin says he nearly lost his life while standing on the shore – looking at a great white shark in the water. Like, it, I mean, he's been closer to death than I have. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a great white shark, mm-hmm. but he was on the beach and he saw a great white shark. So he... And he's on assignment right now, right? Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. on yeah Cape All Cod. Yeah, I Cape mean, Cod. Reporting live. How, Just,
3: how many people can actually get up to Cape Cod and see a shark?
0: And afford to <laughs> The barrier to, to, the barrier to the <laughs> entry there. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. That's some of the great shark watching is is up there at Cape Cod? Before we
1: let Dan go, anybody have anything they want to say to him? We have his ear here. He, we locked the you
0: locked the door, right, Eric?
2: Mm. I did. Yeah. Okay. I want to say thank you, and I'm sorry for anything that happens from 12:15. So thank you for giving us the opportunity. Also, oh, a
0: preemptive thank you. Yes. I'm and, sorry,
2: uh, and a preemptive I'm sorry yeah. as well. Anything that comes yeah, out of this.
0: Preemptive sorry. Okay. Marv?
4: I just want to say thanks. I'm not apologizing. I'm just grateful. In all seriousness, because we live a really good life. My wife thinks I do nothing, and she's kind of right. We don't. Right. So thank you, and thank you for the podcast, because now
5: we're going to the top. (laughs) Ty? Well, I just want to thank Dan for finally coming out and saying it, letting the cat out of the bag, that you have a huge ego, and now uh, that that Dan said it, now I think it's fair game for all of us to kind of piggyback off of that.
1: I mean, I didn't believe it. You know, I was told that I was very humble by who? <laughs> when? when <laughs> you <guy>, were third grade. Yeah, <laughs> this guy I met on the street one was like, "Hey man, you look humble." So uh but seriously, thank you for the opportunity then. You're welcome. It was welcome. a lot of fun.
0: No, I'm 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 proud of what we do here every single day and that you guys are in the shadows and everything that happens, you bring it all together and people don't really get to notice that, but to be able to recognize you guys, give you an opportunity, and it's fun. It's fun every day to come in and see Tyler's face because he puts a smile <laughs> on my face, and that's what it's all about. Just I just love Tyler. Yeah, Marv?
4: Also, so is Tyler the face that you want to see when, you know what, I feel bad about myself, and then you think I could be him?
0: No, no, yeah, no. That would That would be Mario. <laughs> <laughs> I always go... <laughs> no, because Tyler cheers me up. But when I go, oh, God, I I want to find somebody who's got it worse than, oh, hey, Mario. And then I always feel better when I see Mario. But Tyler always has a smile on his face. He's always excited. It's just, it's it's a, I consider him my fifth child. I just think he's that, that wow. special. Yeah, I think he's that special. And
3: wow. uh, speaking of Tyler's face, too, the chin strap has seemed to grow in a little <laughs> bit more recently. Well, <laughs>
0: Maybe that's for another podcast. <laughs> I would get rid of the chin strap beard, but that's just me. Uh, you know, I think that as handsome as Tyler is, you would want to show more yeah. of a face. It's a small price to, yeah. get, to but get to see. Less, yeah, but less of a face, but, you know.
1: Uh-huh. I think that's all we got. It's, awkward. Yeah, it's it. awkward that you didn't thank him, but we're not going to give you a chance I would, to.
0: Now.
3: I was going my... to be the one <laughs> tough guy. But... Yeah,
0: but that's I, I would expect nothing less out of uh, Dylan. <laughs> yeah. Dan, thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. Thank you. you. Don't screw it up.
1: Do you think he meant any of that stuff that he said? I'm not humble.
2: So the question you're asking, to be clear, is?
1: you think he really meant that? Was that something, or was that just something for the podcast?
2: I think there is truth in everything. And the percentage of the truth, you have to decide. But... uh, in every joke or you know, virtually anything that's said, it's typically there's at least a small percentage of truth in there. When it comes to your arrogance and Dan's perception of said arrogance, I would say he was at least 50% honest. Okay.
1: You know what's the thing that, t- that ticks me off most about that? The perception that Tyler is humble. And I think Eric, we didn't explain this in the beginning, but we did, we talked a little bit about it during the uh, interview with Dan. You're cousins with Tyler, so you really yeah. see a good, good part of his arrogance. Every
2: everybody here for the most part. Dylan, Marv. I don't know if arrogance is necessarily the right word, because he's he doesn't have a lot of confidence, but when he has the confidence, it's at eleven. Right? Like think about uh, you know, even just yesterday. So um a little behind the scenes, right? So after the show, usually around 2, 2.15, uh, hasn't been as consistent as uh, all of our waistlines, I think, would like it to be. But we've been trying to play some <laughs> basketball, um, shed some pounds, have some fun. And Tyler, for unknown reasons, does not participate in the basketball. But yesterday we shamed him into participating. And he was out there and he had the biggest frown on his face he was like barely he was like yeah just pass it to me i don't even want to make this in." blah 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 and then all of a sudden it was like we're playing to 11 and it was i don't know six six or something like that and all of a sudden he turned on the jets and he's like And they beat marvin which was a whole nother issue and a whole separate thing but yeah. to, to turn this back to uh tyler um i don't know that he's arrogant per se he's definitely a docile maybe towards when dan's around he's very
1: Completely different person. I'd, I'd, I'd say he's completely
2: different.
5: Well, Tyler is in the room, so we'll let Tyler speak for himself. Go ahead, Ty. No, I, I'm respectful to people who those, who deserve to be respected. Um, and as far as the arrogance comment is concerned, it's more competitiveness than arrogant. And
1: There's a fine line I, to tread there, though, between competitiveness and then turning into arrogance. Like when you're screaming, Choo-choo!
3: Choo 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 choo, and, down, and Dylan can talk to this. Um, it, it can be that, perceived as arrogance. That's, uh, that's Tyler's haymaker when we're playing ping pong, as he just says "choo choo" after he scores a point or or two. Those are yeah.
2: And my favorite part about it is it's like it's seventeen seventeen. Like it's not as though. <laughs> yeah. No, like, it's <laughs> like if like, I this one if point, the score switches
3: slightly. It's like choo choo, and then I start doing. I
5: do it when I'm losing.
2: Tyler, Tyler, your
5: thoughts? It's called competitive mind games. And they they were. You're really perplexing
1: me. We have a psychologist in the building now. Um, But that was fun, Dan. I still can't believe he gave us a podcast. But
2: here we are. Here we are
1: (laughs) talking into mics and stuff. All right, so moving forward, let's talk a little bit. And we don't have much time left because we took up some time with Dan there. Um, Tyler's song.
2: Are we going to rename the podcast, by the way, from the 1215 Club to the Let's Talk About Tyler Club?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I think he, he's dominating this one, just given that Dan named him his uh, his favorite okay. out of us. Tyler's song, what do you guys think of it?
4: Marv? You know what? I liked it, and it is catchy, because I was walking around just singing Chat Roll for Life. <laughs>
2: you were singing Chat or saying?
4: Life. I was singing Chat Row for Life,
2: <laughs> a remix of sorts.
1: <laughs> Ty, how long did it uh take you to come up with that?
5: So, I wrote it like a month and a half ago and uh I it, it took a lot of time to build up the courage to ask Danif to to greenlight it, but um I, I felt as though I feel as though that the the song is very divisive and in, in that uh you have to be the minority of ch- in involved in chat row in order for it to be um you know entertaining to you. If you're looking at the song from the outside, um which and I'm totally cool, like I, I do the embarrassment was definitely worth it for me, uh because chat row are my people. Yeah Marv? Uh this is a
4: question for Tyler. Is that the first rap you've ever written? Yes sir.
1: I mean, the I mean, the impressive part about it, and I full disclosure here, is that it, it rhymed. Like you got a lot of names in there that rhymed to yeah. other stuff. I mean, there
3: there was plenty of people who didn't understand Mozart. Yeah, you know?
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's a great point, Dylan. Thanks, Joe. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're right. Tyler did give he did ask Dan for permission, which I didn't, which is why my song didn't play.
2: Yeah, it's a funny little thing that happened, right? So. Um, so Tyler had been working for over a month, writing the lyrics and all this stuff. And then, um, he was kind of slow playing a little bit, kind of the recording. He wanted to get everything right. He did a version one recording, um, then did a version two, then did the music video and all along. Dan was kind of involved in the process, not necessarily in the lyrics and the details, but he knew it was happening and he was like, Hey, I'm excited about this. Right. And so behind the scenes on Monday, Mario was he was only working with I think the French kid and weeks and the weeks camera the guy. camera guy he yeah. almost loses his job every day yeah and uh, so they were working uh, underground on a uh, on a rebuttal with Alan Guzzi and his son Matt who does a lot of the kind of production music that we use and uh, so you finished it on because I think Tyler's dropped what Wednesday right Tyler yeah that's yeah. correct so Tyler's dropped Wednesday so Tuesday night. Mario just texts this song to Dan and says, Hey, this is my rebuttal to Tyler's song. Now, you have to know that Dan has been so proud of Tyler and kind of a bit of a blossoming uh, of sorts, right? I mean, he's kind of a quiet guy and just kind of keeps his head down, does whatever he's got to do. And um, so you have this rebuttal. And in this rebuttal song, which was well produced, by the way, but in this rebuttal song, you are very mean. With some of the things you say. And not just about Tyler, but you're just like, diss in chat, Row. you don't care, you guys suck, blah, blah, blah. And Dan just put the immediate kibosh on it. And uh, so I think it's funny that Tyler says, yeah, I got permission from Dan. And I think that was a little uh, little dig at dig the at little Mario there. Well,
1: again, so I'll tell you exactly what happened with the, the Dish song. So we knew about our Brendan, Brendan the French kid, and Weeks had known about the chat Row song for, I guess, a couple weeks. So Brendan and Weeks approached me. They were like, you should do a diss on chat row. And I was like, yeah, of course, I'll do that. I mean, chat row spends three hours a, a day just kicking me. Uh, they spend two. Se- they spend a segment a day really giving it to me. So I was like, yeah, I can throw some, some jabs back at them. Um, so then we enlisted Todd
2: Fritz. To write it for us. Well, that's the best part of the story, I think, is that, you know, Todd is a unique person with a very unique personality. To say the least. And um, so... You can tell a story, but I think it's great where, you know, so Mario goes up to him and basically says, hey, can you help me? You know, you're T Frizzle. You've done all these rap songs. Can you help me do this diss and, you know, include Tyler and in chat row? And I just imagine Todd, like, flipping a page in his notebook. And he's <laughs> like, this is my Tyler diss-, diss line. This. Oh, wait, this one's about Marvin? Let's go to the Marvin diss, diss page. And
1: uh... it was so seamless. <laughs> like, I asked him
2: at twelve
1: fifteen, and I had a full rap by... Twelve twenty five, like it, it was amazing how quick that rap that he he came up with that rap and I, I mean to his credit he has a lot of talent when it comes to that kind of stuff. Um, yeah, Mark.
4: He was ready. And he was waiting. <laughs>
5: yeah.
4: He was
3: like, "Look, somebody gonna get it.
5: He, it's he, gonna be he, chat he, row." He he had.
3: To... <laughs> Ta, I think Todd just has his like dossier on everyone. He's like, whenever
2: I need to pull one of
3: these out. I'll be ready. Well, that's the rap that will
1: never see the light of day. So, uh Sometimes
2: it's not about the message, it's about the delivery, right? About the messenger. No. no. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe
3: that actually
1: yeah, probably. Help. Real quick, what are you guys doing this weekend? I know Dylan had some interesting plans. So, what did you have?
3: Oh, so the uh a couple nights ago I did the 999 challenge. What you is explain that? Explain that. Um, so it's nine hot dogs, nine beers, and nine innings, and you have to eat a hot dog and drink a beer every inning over the course of a baseball game. I did it for the Mets game. watching? Um, watching. Okay. If I was in the MLB, I would try and do it while I was playing, but, um, and I did it. It was gross, um, and I did it with a couple of my friends over FaceTime, so it was kind of funny, so I think with all the uh, sports going on this weekend, I might try and- Give it another go. I cannot wait for an update next week on that. I might have to like actually like film it though this time. Yeah, I mean if you
1: want to get some sound effect, you know, get some just audio that we can play. Yet, you know, th-
3: but
5: but by the way, we calculated the calorie intake on that. Oh yeah, <laughs> it was. It, it, you're up to like forty seven hundred calories just for that one little little routine. Shredfest.
3: with, with the beer I, <laughs> with the uh, all the hot dogs, buns, and beers. Uh, shook
2: out to like four thousand calories or something. And you came to work the next day. This is uh, a, I did. This is a weeknight.
3: Well, after uh, <laughs> almost getting axed a couple weeks ago, I couldn't say that I couldn't come in because I ate too many hot dogs the night before. You I didn't,
4: didn't think... have a choice. Yeah. You could be on this deathbed. I could.
3: I could have. I could have actually had a heart attack the night before, and I think I still would have had you to crawl have still here. had to show up.
1: Yeah. Well, we'll probably tell that story next week. That's a good one, I think, to uh,
3: tease on. Yeah. yeah. Th- this
2: week was all about Tyler. Next week, we'll make it about you.
3: That's fine. I'll be in a hot dog coma, so it won't matter. (laughs) For Eric, Marv,
1: Tyler, Dylan, myself, Mario, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys next week.